The autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song he speaks along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten, he wears a hooded sash, with a silver hat about his head, and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold, and the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Minnesota. Again, back home. Home again, home again. What say you? What do you say about uh, Randy Moss leaving your beloved New England Patriots and going off back home to Minnesota, Mike? I'll say it again, baby. I'm sorry. I'm still crying. <laughs> I said, what do you say about uh, Randy Moss leaving your beloved New England Patriots and going to Minnesota? Well, you know, they, they didn't just he didn't just leave. They traded him, uh, which I, you know, reading into it, I guess there's a lot of things involved in this business. But, you know, one thing I do, I, I guess, find to be appealing and amazing is, you know, at least he's going to finish it all, hopefully, with the team that drafted him first and started it all. And uh, this really adds to the spice of this uh, NFL season. I mean, that's, there's a lot of amazing things happening. I mean, they're gonna, he's going to face the Jets again and, and Rail Revis talking smack over there. Kermit here is kind of chipping in, and he's going to be playing against the Cowboys, which is pretty fascinating because that's a team that didn't draft him, and he's just has a lot of revenge against that team. And the most intriguing thing, and this will probably shatter the freaking ratings, is he's going to be playing the Patriots in Foxborough, I think, uh, in four weeks from now. So I mean, that's, that's right. There's a lot of there's a lot of juice involved in this, so NFL fans are really going to get a treat this year. Yeah, you know, something else Something else is is happening every week, but I'm a, you know, I'm a true believer of, uh, of a chicken coming home to roost, if you, if you want to mm-hmm. put it like that. Um, like, I, I, I totally believe that, that Jerry Rice should have went to the Niners to retire, um, Tim Brown come back to the Raiders to retire, you know, Randy mm-hmm. Moss go to, go to Minnesota, pretty much Anywhere where you've where you've staked your claim and you've made your it's not necessarily who uh who drafted you, but it's it's pretty much where you made your name. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, because all these guys they were just humble college kids when they first started off. Then all of a sudden, you know, they're superstars, so nobody views them as you know this college kid. But that'd be cool to for them to really get back to that. You know, 
the cheery eyed when they first got that million dollar contract. Yeah, right. you know. Where 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 are you when you uh when you major major uh your stardom, you know? So that that's pretty important. I think it's a it's a good thing for for what happened with uh with Randy Moss going back to Minnesota. I I don't like the yeah. Patriots anyway, so I don't care. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, it's understandable though, it's understandable. This is my and Patriots call. Look, I got a, I got a, I, I made know. up a Patriots call for uh when the Patriots are on T V. Sounds a little mm-hmm. bit like this. Wow. <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah, okay, so this week we got uh our bye weeks. We have Miami, New England. Let's have this all down. Miami, New England, Pittsburgh, and Seattle are all on bye. So if you're well, if you're playing any of those guys or you have those guys on your roster, make sure you go back. You got you got one hour to to get your stuff in in uh, ready to go. Get those guys off of your roster. That's Miami, New England, Pittsburgh, Seattle. So if you're playing Devon Beds, Tom Brady, Ronnie Brown, Ronnie Brown. Who I was playing and, and I was playing. <laughs> Seattle, if you're playing Marshawn Lynch and you thought he was in Buffalo, well, guess what? He's in Seattle now, and uh, he's on bye week. So how about that transaction right there, Mike? Oof, yeah, you know, the Buffalo team, they, they always seem to be one to rebuild. But I, Seattle, they're definitely on the rise. So, you know, Pete Carroll is definitely uh, taking his chance. Uh, well, this is just what second try with the NFL team. He's definitely, yeah. uh, you know, doing a better job than he did with the Patriots back in the day when they kind of, you know, booted him out of town. Yeah, so right. that team is it's awfully going to be just awfully that much better with such a amazing running back. So Jason, what do you think about uh, Marshawn Lynch going to Seattle? Uh, it's going to be a fresh start. You know, then it's going to come out and try and redeem himself. He's talking right now because my voice is almost gone from that game that I was coaching. <laughs> Jason had a powder, hey, he had a powder puff game on Friday, and the junior Ooh. team, the junior cheerleaders, and he's going around patting them on the butt and stuff after he's done. That's not true. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, Jason, Jason, them ladies found that they must have worn you out like the other night. But uh, <laughs> he didn't get uh, home yeah, for about I, twelve o'clock at night. I love that powder puff, the girls playing and all that stuff. I think it's a cool concept of football. Yeah. It's fun. It was always fun, you know. Oh, yeah. The girls and just let them go play. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. My town, I'm Swamp Scott, that's where I come from in Massachusetts. Uh, if you have, like, a rival town called Marblehead, just a slightly more wider and slightly more richer town. Uh-huh. And, uh the, uh, man, the Powder Puff team, I think they got, like, the longest streak ever on, like, crushing the Marblehead people. I think <laughs> they won, like, 17 straight years. It's like, ah, damn. You know? Powder It's like you give birth to a fetus, and it will grow up, and it will still be Marblehead, you know? <laughs> but, well, okay. I love them. <laughs> back to fantasy football. Um, okay, okay. Pierre, Pierre Thomas is out today. He is sitting out. They, he's not dressing. He's got an ankle injury, so he is out. Also, uh, of course, Reggie Bush is out. Um, I lost my, my thing. Who else is out, Jason? Um, I can't believe I just lost. I just had this whole thing. Oh, the biggest name ever. You, you yeah. almost forgot to mention him. He used to soar like an eagle, but he's not going to be there Michael today. Michael Dick is out. Yeah, Michael Vick. Really yeah. a bummer. I mean, I was. I really want to see that game with Michael Vick in town. You know. Well, you but, know, it's going to be an interesting game tonight with uh, with San Francisco coming on 0-4, um, almost getting by the. They almost got by the by the Falcons last week, but just uh, yeah. they stopped themselves on a the foot by if if the 
if he would have just went down when he got that interception, they could have sat down, did victory, victory formation, and, and got out of that game. But they didn't do it. Yeah. So, well, you know, different different week, different bird to slay. So hopefully they get the Eagles this time. I mean, it's just, they're too good of a team to be in such a hole. Way too good of a right. team. I mean, so well, maybe it, not way too good of a team, but they're just, you know, on four. You know, so tonight I think Kevin Cobb's going to – he has to have something to prove that uh that's that, true too. You know, he has to prove to everybody, the naysayers that that I'm just as good or even better than Michael Vick. I might not have the feet, but I have the I have the arm strength and the accuracy. What do you think, Jason? You think Kevin Cobb's gonna go show out tonight? I never like Kevin Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that so What do you think? Everything. You think he's gonna show out though? Do you think he's gonna have a good game or you think the Niners are gonna going to stomp all over the Eagles. I mean, you seen Kevin Kyle come in last game. He looked okay. Then when he was starting, he wasn't looking that good. So, uh, I just don't like him. I hope the 49ers got off. Because I, I just don't like him. I had him on my fantasy team, and he didn't get me nothing. Quarterbacks usually average about 15 yards. I mean, 15 points. And he only had, like, six. That's like... I just don't like him anymore. Yeah, so we're you know I feel your pain. The Niners aren't playing. I don't like him either. They're not. They're not playing the AFC West uh, team. And if we got the we going to to San Francisco to Candlestick next week. The Raiders do. So I'm hoping they lose tonight, and then of course we're gonna whoop whip their butt next week. Raiders are doing a little better this year than the 49ers, at least. So, but yeah. So back to the injury. Of course, Donald Brown didn't. He's inactive for today. So if you're going to play, plan on playing Donald Brown. He's inactive. Um, Anthony Gonzalez, of course. Austin Colley. Austin Colley is inactive. So Pierre Garcon is going to have a lot of a lot of catches, a lot of balls thrown to him today against. Uh, Whoever they play, who else is inactive? That's really gonna make a difference. Andre Johnson is probable. Yeah, Andre Johnson is probable. Clinton Portis is out. <laughs> Mike, what are you doing over there, bro? Uh, you know, I'm just still recovering about the Randy Moss thing. <laughs> still yeah. recovering from the yeah, Randy Moss thing. Huh? Well, I got a couple of Randy Moss stories to share you. I, uh, as I'm wearing my uh, Randy Moss straight cash homies T-shirt. Uh huh. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm sharing them with you real quick. Uh, well, basically, uh, Randy he wants to buy uh, this Porsche, and uh, you know the salesperson he asked him, Mr. Moss, how will you be purchasing this vehicle? And Randy Moss just looked at him. Straight in the eyes, and he said, "Straight cash, homie, ain't no problem." <laughs> I guess there's cash. another time, straight cash, homie. And I guess there's another time when he, I guess he bumped the police uh, lady, the meter maid, and did some other stuff, and got all these fines. And the reporters, they asked him, like, "Mr. Moss, the fines, the piling up. Uh, how are you going to be dealing with all this uh, this mess?" And he just looked at the reporter straight in the eyes, and he said. You might be able to guess this, but he said, straight cash, homie. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's still on my mind. <laughs> that's still on your yeah. mind. Huh? That's that Randy Moss, yeah. straight cash, homie. All right, so let's get yeah. into the week five picker-uppers. You know, since it's, 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 it's starting to become a long – did I just stutter, like, for 10 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> it's starting to become a long – beautiful. <laughs> so players are getting injured like crazy. Um, everybody's going on five five weeks. Now we're gonna figure out what we're gonna do. How you want? Who do you want to pick out? Who's gonna be your breakout players? Um, so Jason, who you got for your picker uppers? Amazingly, to start this off, I found Tio in my in my in one of my leagues as a free agent. So obviously I'm gonna pick him up. He had a big game last week. Texas, 222 yards and a touchdown. For the season, he has 374 yards and a touchdown. But I, I look for him, look for that game to be his 
his comeback game. So he might not have those type of numbers. Look, he's gonna have, you know, 80 yards, 60, 60 to 80 yards, and most likely a touchdown in this game uh, against whoever they. I don't know who they're going against, but it's T.O. <laughs> and then Peyton Hill, Peyton Hill is is uh is coming out strong this year. Yeah, Peyton Hill is just a little guy out of nowhere. I didn't even know he was white. I thought he was a black guy because, like, I kept hearing about him. And he played running back. Right, right. <laughs> uh, the little guy, you know, he's, he's pushing. He's doing what he's got to do to help the uh, Cleveland Browns win. Uh, so far, he has 719 yards for touchdown. Uh, Chris Jones-Drew has that type of yardage. So that, that tells you how he is uh, working, his work ethic, ethic and uh, how he's coming out ready to play. Yeah, that's so So Peyton Hill is definitely uh, a week five sleeper. If you don't have something right now, you know, he might be available in some of them leagues, but he's going pretty quick. Uh, I also have uh, uh, Giants. He hasn't had a big year so far. 211 yards, no touchdown. Uh, I got a feeling with the focus on the team mm-hmm. uh, and the Brick, uh, and you know, of course, their running back. Right. He's going to be a little, he's going to be sneaky this uh, this week and the next week. Sneaky. Cross the route, make these some long balls. Look for him to have a good game. And Park Clayton, uh, for him and Sam uh, Bradford have a good game against Detroit, who you know, Michael Vick, of course, him, you know, the, the past and it is good. So far, Mark Clayton has 300 yards this season. Sam Bradford has 944 yards passing, six touchdowns, six interceptions. Look for him to uh Touchdown rating today. Trying to keep those. Chicago defense, who I picked up, you know they're they're doing great. So, oh yeah, they're going against uh, Carolina. Even though know, Carolina, they still have their quarterback problems. Right. But they have DeAndre Williams. You can't put it all on him. And he hasn't been doing a whole lot this yeah. this season. Yeah, you just can't put it all on him. Okay, look at this. We got a little excerpt from the from the press conference. <laughs> what do you think about getting here? I am on a pips. Yes, pips. I uh, I'm, I apologize. I am on a train, so I have dog meat reception over here. Oh, Misha, Misha is on the phone now. Yes. So if I lose you, it is because I am on my voyage uh, in a train. And I, I have to watch my back. But I love football. And I love uh, Soul Kitchen Radio, Pips. You know how we get down. That's right. That's right. Hey, Misha, you're going to hear a lot of this this weekend. Monday night. Let's see if this is uh, what you're going to hear. Where it's at. Oh, nice. I hear nothing. You hear nothing, I like huh? That. Yes, I hear nothing. 
<laughs> I guess that's what I hear. <laughs> but I'm uh, uh, just a, a fair warning. I'm gonna be entering a nice giant hole soon. Uh, not like that type of hole. I won't be seeing my lady till later tonight. Whoa! I hope you don't hear that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> did you hear that? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so let's go with the uh, with the breakout players. Misha, are you still there? Oh, I'm here. Okay, let's go with our... Uh, we got our breakout players, uh, Jason. Who yeah. Got there? I got Sam Bradford going against uh, Detroit, as I said before. Look for him and Mark Clayton to have a big game against that weak Detroit defense. Um, I forgot the Chicago defense. I'm Beach, Beach. Oh, did I say I Chicago defense? I'm in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'm going to lose you soon. I'm, gonna, I'm going inside a giant uh, hole right now. And uh, I didn't pay for this one. This was a train tunnel. Uh, I just want to throw out there before I lose you guys because I love you so much. I want to say Crabtree is going to be catching them sweet apples tonight. Crabtree, huh? Okay. Uh-huh. So, yes, be warned, I will lose you soon, comrades, but I will try to tune right back in. Okay, definitely. Give us a call when you get back in range, Mishita. Yes, yes, we'll do. One okay, love, Misha calls. All right, Misha calls Crabtree. Crabtree is a man tonight for Mishita. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to, uh, back to you, Jason. Um, 58.2 completion percentage, 944 yards, 6.5 interceptions. Look for him to boost that touchdown rating and keep that interception rating down against these Detroit Lions. Have Chicago D against Carolina. As you know, they're having a quarterback problem. Right. And DeAndre Williams is going to do it all by himself. He needs his Jonathan Stewart. Can't just be one-dimensional in NFL. So look for Chicago D to come up with some picks as they try and go two-dimensional with their pass. And maybe Brian Arlach and Les Bridge can pop that ball out of D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart Orange. Man, I sure hope so. I've got Aaron Rodgers. I'll pick Rogers. them up this week. Oh, Chicago's beat? Yep. Uh, i got Aaron Rodgers as they're going against Washington. They know Washington has really turned it around. But I look for Aaron Rodgers to pick them apart. Uh, he's 84 for 122. 68.9 completion percentage, 940 yards, eight touchdowns, and five interceptions. This year, everybody was expecting him to be the Drew Brees from last year. Right. But uh, it's just not working that way. But look for this game to look like a Drew Brees game. Um, have David Garrard as they're going against Buffalo. David Garrard is 61 for 96, 63.5 completion percentage, six. 111 yards, six touchdowns, five interceptions. Buffalo really doesn't have a uh, um, pass defense team. Mark Sanchez and the Jets ran and passed all over them, even though it was a closer game than it should have been. Um, so look for look for David Garrard to pass and Mark and MJD to run all over. Um, and I have Tony Romo. This. Season has been a disappointment, as you know, for Dallas. Right, right. They're going against Tennessee. I like Tony Romo's chances. You know, they're at home, so I like Tony Romo's chances to pick apart this defense. He's 88 for 128, 68.8 completion percentage, 940 yards, four touchdowns, and two interceptions. Look for him to get those touchdowns, especially you know, for Atlanta. Well, especially because their home their home record is 0-1 right now. They haven't they haven't won in their new dome this year. Yeah. So they're going to definitely try to get one. They're one and two. Um, Tennessee is two and two, but on the road Tennessee is one and zero. So they're they're uh, they're lighting it up wherever they go. If, is that Dallas defense going to be able to stop Chris Johnson? Yeah, that's the, that's another question. That's the, the big thing. And those outside linebackers. Are they going to be out there? Are they going to be ready to stop Chris Johnson and? Uh, and break them down so you don't get over 100 yards this this week. So we'll see. We'll definitely see what happens with that one. That's going to be an exciting game. Tennessee at Dallas, 4:15 Eastern time. It's one o'clock if you're here on the West Coast. 
<clears throat> we got San Diego coming into Oakland this week, which is, you know, as a Raider fan, I'm kind of scared about that because we're not sure what's been going on with the Raiders. It's been back and forth. Um, I'm playing, I'm definitely playing, uh, definitely playing, playing my man Philip Rivers because I he he's been nothing but good, you know. So. I'm hoping he kind of has a bad day, but throws a couple touchdowns at the same time. <laughs> you know, so, and then, and look at this, I'm playing against you, J.D. I got that Panthers defense playing against, uh, against your Bengals defense. My Drew Brees against your Tony Romo. Roddy White at Cleveland playing against your Dez Bryant at Tennessee. It's going to be a good game. My LT going against your Tim Hightower. Oh, and I got LT in my other leagues. But this is the sleeper I picked up for this weekend. I picked up Christopher Ivory because Pierre Thomas and Reggie Bush is out. So Christopher Ivory is is getting a lot of a lot of uh, carries. In fact, he had like 67 yards last week when he played. 80 yards. 19 rushes for 80 yards so far. Um, he's yet to find the end zone, but I guarantee he's going to find the end zone this week when he's playing against Arizona. I've never heard of him. <laughs> That's my sleeper pick. Everybody go to your thing right now. Grab Christopher Ivory because he is out there and he is available. So what else we got? We got Matt Forte, who's had a had a rough start for the beginning of the year. I mean, he had a rough start. He looked great in in preseason, doing his ADRs and this and that. And but this year, he's been he actually won the game for me by not doing good. Yeah, you know, he started off with some CBR, two receiving touchdowns, if I can remember correctly. Then he just went to sleep, caught some bees. <laughs> so it's Matt Forte. So would you start if you had if you were on a team, you had Matt Forte, you had LT. Matt Forte's playing Carolina, LT's playing Minnesota. Would you is that a no brainer? You just go straight to LT, start LT over anybody. What if you got Tim Hightower and Matt Forte? Who do you play? Matt Forte. You play Matt Forte knowing that Tim Hightower is actually getting breakaway runs. And he's making touchdowns. Tim Hightower has, has better True. percentage yeah. right now than Matt Forte because Matt Forte just has a big name behind him right now. Tim Hightower is actually putting the work in and getting the, getting in the end zone. I like Matt Forte. <laughs> Just because, you know, I can't say Tim Hightower. He's on your team. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not going to say him. <laughs> and, you know, another one, Tim High, the Tim Hightower, uh, Stevens Howling thing going on in, in Carolina. Um, Tim Hightower is... Arizona. Oh, in Arizona. Dummy me, duh, Arizona. Uh, I picked up LaRoz Stevens Howling because I figured he was going to get some runs behind Hightower, seeing as uh, Beanie Wells was out. Beanie came back, and Stevens Howling is, is not doing nothing no more, so I think I just dropped him this week. So I just got Hightower. And even though I was using him as in the flex position as a uh, as a returner, because he does have some good return yards, but I'm not using him this week. I'm sitting him out, and I picked up Lance Moore, who is still out there available, who's doing great, and uh, he's playing in that slot position. And also, he's a he's a running, returning kicks and punts. So that's a good thing for Lance Moore. I still can't get over that big game, Lance Moore. That game was like huge. That's the one game I didn't even play him. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> I had him, didn't play him. Um, so if you're out there, you want to call in, you're listening to our show, 714-694-4150. Uh, we're going to go into a little song real quick, and, uh, and we'll be back. Soul Kitchen Radio, Fantasy Football Week 5.
had his linen suit dry clean Bitches, what's up with ya? I hate calling the women bitches, but the bitches love it I took some sense and made a nickel of it I'm urging all daughters to kiss their mothers With those lips that all that lipstick covers You're never too grown up to miss and hugger And girls counting on me to be there like missing rubbers I'm on some Marvin Gaye shit, a bunch of distant lovers This ain't the life that I'm used to Reintroduce the people I've been introduced to Did you forget me? Or are you too scared to tell me that you met me In fear that I won't remember I wish you could still accept me for me I miss Memphis, Tennessee, my cousins, my dad The simplistic beauty that all of them southerners have I'm halfway across the world with dozens of bags Feeling like all four members are calling me bad And one nigga, amazing shit I got that Courtney love for you, that crazy shit I don't drink every bottle I own, I be aging shit And I got them wedding ring flows, that engaging shit Which one of y'all got fleets on your keychains And seats for these heat games I really think that you stare at yourself and you see things La Familia, I've been inducted and instructed to stun on these niggas we don't really fuck with. Fuck is up. Having lunch and debating Ferrari prices. 23 and going through a midlife crisis. But trust me, I still deliver like a midwife. And no, I'm not saying I'm the nicest. I just live life like it. Uh, it take a certain type of man to teach. To be far from hood, but to understand the streets. I never threw away that paper with my Grammy speech. Because I haven't hit the pinnacles I plan to reach Yeah, you gotta own it if you want it Kisses all on the body, she tells me live in the moment and Baby, I never forget none of that Girl, I told you I was coming back What a back for you I just needed time There's going to be nightmares for cornerbacks in the NFL. Monday night, Brett Favre passing to Randy Moss against the New York Jets. What do you say about that, J.D.? Uh, that would be a big game. You know, Moss is returned, and it's another Darrell Revis. And, uh, it's another Darrell Revis and Randy Moss matchup. You know, we're not going to see it twice a year. But, you know, it's better than nothing. Yeah, it's going to be a great thing. Did anybody think we'd ever see the day when Randy Moss was back in purple? And tomorrow is the thing. He wore out his welcome in Minneapolis. Uh, um, anyway, one thing about Moss, he did bring back the number 84. So if you got them 84 jerseys, you thought you were going to you're going to cash in on them after a few years after after Moss retires and you got the that old 19 or that old 84 Moss jersey from the Minnesota Vikings back in the 90s. Well, it just lost it just lost value. 
because Randy Moss is wearing it again. And here he is, Monday night, playing against uh, the Jets. So what do you think is going to happen on Monday night? That's actually a great game for a Monday night game. Yeah, it is, especially with their addition of Randy Moss again. But, you know, on the other side, there's the real Revis. Um, as you remember last time that he was on before he got hurt, Randy Moss burned him for that one pretty one-handed catch. Right, right. And uh, on Wednesday, Revis, you know, he had something to say about it, about Moss, about his effort in that game. He said, quote, he came out four-fourths early in the game. In the second half, you could tell he was kind of like putting his foot on the brake. But everybody knows that's Randy. Sometimes he plays 100%, sometimes he doesn't. End of quote. Now, as you see, even though he got burnt for that one touchdown one-handed, he left the game with a, you know, a groin injury or a hamstring injury whatever. But look for him to come back. Hopefully he's somewhere between 85 and 100%. Mm-hmm. And... Look for him to do what he did last year against Randy, even against Brett Favre, who's not having a good good season so far. Yeah, well, Brett Favre, a lot of things that's been hampering Brett Favre is the fact that that his Sidney Rice, he's missing Sidney Rice, uh, Preston Harvey's being inconsistent, um, Greg Lewis is just being Greg Lewis, and you know, but now he's got he's got that that threat, Randy Moss, that that long threat, which is going to open up the the open up the middle for Percy Harvin and Greg Lewis and all them because everybody's going to be focusing on Randy Moss. And we've heard this time and time again. We heard this when Moss was in, was in Oakland. Um, we heard this when Moss was in New England. The deep threat for Randy Moss is going to be double covered, which is always going to leave something open in the flats and in the middle for a seam route to, uh, to one of the other guys. And, you know, that's how I feel that's how Wes Walker got so so many passes because everybody was focusing on Moss that Wes Walker was always open in the scene. Yeah. Uh, wait. Uh, I can't wait till they get Sidney Rice back because then they have two deep threats. Yeah. And they can just spread the field and the Vikings will be looking beautiful. Yeah, because right now um, Adrian Peterson is a beast and I think he's holding that team together right now. Yeah. You know, Adrian Peterson, if you watch Adrian Peterson run, I don't – now, I, I would I would say – I would argue that Adrian Peterson – is a harder running back than Chris Johnson. Yeah. Definitely. You know, he may fumble, but he's run hard. He finishes. He dishes his shoulder. Adrian Peterson is running people over. Okay. Well, J.D. has to run to check some taco meat real quick. <laughs> We're going to talk about... <laughs> this, all, this is all part of having a, a radio show... On Blog Talk Radio, which we love, but it's it's it, we don't have an actual studio we're going to, so we're gonna hear this one more time. This is what you're gonna hear Monday night. Everybody out. Far rolls. Wants to throw deep in So right now, seeing as it's as it's Sunday, it's football. We're 20 minutes away from kickoff. We're gonna get that NFL rush right now. We're gonna get that rush. We're gonna get it started with uh, Kid Russell. He's from Chicago. Um, great band. Here it is. This is Rush from Kid Russell on Soul Kitchen Radio, Fantasy Football Week Five. <laughs>
Fantasy football. It's fantasy football week five. Fantasy football week five. The Soul Kitchen Radio is Rick and JD. Misha is is I don't know what he's doing. He's playing with himself or something right now. Anyway, uh, we're gonna go into some stories. We got a we got a great story coming from Baltimore. Now, if you thought if you thought San Francisco was you thought California was bad with this don't ask don't tell stuff in Baltimore. They had a lesbian couple that was ejected from the Baltimore Stadium for kissing. Talk about it, Jason. Uh, Mary Kate Morris and Nicole Marchetta, Marchetto, Marchetto, something like that, uh, was ejected for quote unquote casual kissing while ordering food at the concession stand. <laughs> uh, they said a security guard immediately asked them to stop, but they didn't stop because, you know, because their tongues was like too much into it. Yeah, and uh, soon afterwards, the security guard demanded to see the driver license. Then the woman told, were told to leave the stadium immediately. When they asked why they had to leave, the guard accused them of first stealing the cup from the concession stand, which they used to catch it. It was a plastic cup. Who plays the plastic cup? Right, right. Um, and then accused them of stealing the beer. Baltimore police officer intervened and told the guards the couple did not steal the beer. The couple had receipts for all purchases. Nonetheless, they were they were forced out of the stadium by the three police officers after they left Marchetto that she told the officer, I'm a paying customer and a law-abiding citizen. So they were ejected for for kissing, pretty much. Yeah. They were ejected from the game for kissing. Um, somebody isn't telling the truth. It could be the it could either be the guard or it could be both parties. What do you guys think? Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. Should should a, a a a lesbian couple or even a gay couple, you know, I mean, yeah, like all like the forty ers they're all gonna be kissing at the concession stands tonight out there at Candlestick. Um, they're gonna be trying to kiss the the uh, Philly fans. I mean, but should they be ejected? I don't think they should be ejected. You know, I'm I'm not gay, but I'm not homophobic. You know, so I, I believe people could, people are people that are going to do what they want to do. Um, like, if they're going down and, and somebody got his pants behind his, under his, down against his ankles and, and his buddies over there slobbing on his knob, then they should be kicked out. <laughs> that's, that's just going a little too far for me. <laughs> You know, don't nobody want to, don't nobody want to see you with a licorice stick in your mouth, man. Come on, <laughs> leave that alone. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with kissing. <laughs> I don't think you should keep that against kissing. 
they should be kicked out of a game. So I think what's going to happen, of course, they're going to bring up charges against uh, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, of course. And and uh, and I think they're going to win that. They're going to win that. They're going to get uh, everybody involved, and that's going to be a crazy one. So now we got we got some time left. We're going to go into our picks for week two or for week five. We got a pen, piece of paper. Get that paper on the ground. Here we go, week five. This is going to be me against J.D. By the way, if you haven't caught it by now, me and J.D. are playing each other today in fantasy football in our league, so that's going to be a great one. I'm going to whoop his butt. And the whole weekend I thought, I thought, should I play Brett Favre today or should I play Mark Sanchez on Monday night? And Brett Favre. Yeah. No, not I mean, Drew Brees, oh. not Brett Favre. Drew Brees definitely yeah. over over Mark Sanchez. But you know, my whole my whole meaning of that is the whole reason I even thought about that is because it's always nice to have somebody playing on Monday night. Yeah. You know, so 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 I, that's the only reason I would have played Mark Sanchez if I would have decided to do that. For those last second points. Yeah, for those last second points. You know, that's I, I hate I hate being done with all my players on Sunday, and then the other team has like two two other guys, even a kicker or whatever. Like so, right now, who do I have? I do have Braylon Edwards on Monday night. You know, so that'll be that's good, and you have LT, so that's bad. But I have LT in my other league, so that's good for me. You know. Those last second points actually helped me win by one point last week. Yeah, those last second points. You know, I've, the only games that I've lost this season, I would say, are to those last second points. And, and one of them is Drew Brees against San Francisco. If he would have threw one more one more pass, even for two yards, I would have won. Um, what was it last week? If uh, Mark Sanchez or Dustin Keller would have caught one more pass, I would have won. Yeah, look, he got me one point. Who played last Monday? It was New England, Miami, right? Yeah. Uh, Gostowski. Yeah. Yeah. And he he helped me win. And Ronnie Brown, you know, he only had four points, but that was four points. 85 to 84. That's yeah, good. the score was 85 to 84. That Gostowski, you know, Misha's friend. Yeah. You know, he, he helped me win by one point with maybe an extra point. Who knows? Yeah. So here we go. I mean, it's it's great. I can't wait. I always love this time of uh, fantasy football. This I always love this game when I get to play against you, because knowing that I brought you into this and I introduced you to fantasy football, now I get to school you and show you what a real beating looks like. I've had many real beatings in my life. <laughs> okay, this right here, the opposite of a beating for me. This right here is. Yearly bragging rights until this time next year where I can just be like, hey, Rick, who won that fantasy game again? <laughs> you go. You did. You know what kills me is because the Decepticons, and I hope you're listening out there, uh, Decepticons, because you allowed me to have my, my, my stepson, J.D., over here with me, and we know we're going to dominate your whole league. So that's the best thing. So one of us is going to win this league. I'm calling it right now. If it's not me, it's going to be him. One of us is going to dominate dominate your league, uh, Los Mojados. That's the name of our league, the Wetbacks. <laughs> and I'm black. Yeah. We got a, the black the black Wetback or the, the Wetback that don't speak any Spanish. One of us is going to win this league. All right. So let's get into our picks. Let's start with Chicago and Carolina. Chicago. Chicago. Even though Jake Keller isn't starting those, I've never heard of Todd Collins. <laughs> Todd Collins or Phil Collins. Phil Collins is playing with them. i never heard of Todd Collins before, but, you know, Matt Forte is getting down on the ground. Yeah. There we go. So, Tampa Bay against Cincinnati. It's going to be a good one. Uh, I like Cincy. Everybody's going to say Cincy, but you know what? I'm going with Tampa Bay. I like Cincy. Just so we don't have the same picks all the time. St. Louis and Detroit. The STL. The STL is definitely going to get it done today. Um, New York Giants in Houston. Now, that's a that's a kind of a tough one. How are you going to go? 
I mean, I like Steve Smith. I want Steve Smith to have a big game, but Houston's been on a road. So I'm going to have to go with Houston. Houston is at home. They're one and one. Um, the Giants are two and two, and on the road they're zero and one. So Jason's going with Houston. Man, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Eli because I think Eli he has he has to come out and win some games. Sure. Um, Denver and Baltimore. That's, I hate Denver because they're AFC West for Baltimore. Yeah, we both go Baltimore. If, if there's any Chiefs, Chargers, or Broncos, <laughs> I don't care if they're playing a Europe team. I'm going with that Europe team. <laughs> Atlanta and Cleveland. That's that's a no-brainer, right? Yeah, I think Cleveland's still up there. Okay, I'll put you down for Cleveland. Got you down for Cleveland. <laughs> I really like Cleveland. Hey, okay. Miller. Peyton Hillis is, is raw, and uh, Joshua Cribs is 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 doing his thing too. You know they play that wildcat formation. Yeah, you know, I'm doing this just because it's an upset. You know? Right, it is an upset. In my mind, I'm thinking ATL, but yeah. So Kansas City and Indian, Indianapolis. I hate that Kansas City is three and zero. I can't believe that Kansas City is three and zero. Get ready to be three and one. Three and one against Peyton. Peyton. We're both going Indy. And, you know, even though I want Kansas City to lose, I want Dexter McCluster to go off. Me too. <laughs> so that's, that's the fantasy football. And I'm playing him against you. So, yeah, I want him to go off. Oh, yeah. Well, I, dang. I hate – that's one thing about having multiple leagues is that the same people you have on your team are the same people you're playing against sometimes. Yeah. And so you got to hope that they go off, but not too much, but just enough for your team to go higher and, and the other guy who's playing him against you – you know, it's 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 ridiculous. Uh, so we got Jacksonville at Buffalo. Wow, Buffalo's been hurting this season. Yeah, they're own two at home. They're own four. They're own four period. Jacksonville have a big game. Jacksonville is definitely they're going to go in there thinking about they're going to have a big game. They're trying to win their their division. So we both go Jacksonville. Uh, we got the Green Bay Packers against the Redskins. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a big game. Oh, this is a hard one. Green Bay or Washington? Green Bay against Washington. Washington has been on. I, I believe they started 0-2, didn't it? I think and so. And 1-2 straight. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, everybody's always. One thing about Washington Redskins, people always, at the end of the, at the beginning of the season, they always build up their thing. We got Donovan McNabb. We got this. We got that. We got this. We got Clinton Portis. We got this guy. We got that guy. They, they, what are they gonna do? They, they always build it up. It looks great on paper, but then they never come out and perform. I'm going Green Bay. Where are you gonna go? Just because you're going Green Bay, I'm going Washington. Okay, you go with Donovan McNabb, who had a who had an outstanding game last week though in Philadelphia. Yeah. We got to give it to Donovan McNabb. Now he's at home. Now he's now he's home. So. Do you think Donovan McNabb one day is going to go back to Philly before he retires? I hope so, just to retire. You know, that's definitely, he, he has to go back to Philly to retire. So, he's going, I'm going uh, Green Bay, you're going to Washington. The Saints and the Cardinals. You know, because Cardinals quarterback, David Anderson, just, he's just not the same since that one season in Cleveland. Yeah, that's all he said. You know, last year I would have said that was a tough game to call because Arizona was on a roll. Yeah. Um, this year we go the New Orleans. We go New Orleans. Tennessee and Dallas. That's another hard game to call. Dallas yeah. is one and two. Tennessee is two and two. Dallas is only one on at home, but they're they're looking to get their first home win. It's like a homecoming. Yeah, it's Tony Romo versus. You know that tech, that uh, Tennessee Pasdy, yeah. Chris Johnson versus that that three four scheme, and Demarcus Ware, and it's going to be it's not the game of the week, one of the best games. Of the week. It's going to be one of, definitely going to be one of the best games. Um, all everybody's going to be in the stands. They're in Dallas. You know, Dallas is hoping to to be home for the for the Super Bowl. Which most likely isn't going to happen. It's most likely not going to happen. With, with uh, Mark going back to the Vikings. I'm going with... 
I'm going with Dallas. I'm going with Tennessee. Okay. Even though, well, I don't want to because I have Tony Romo. It's kind of like I, I want well, them to win. Uh, like, I kind of want I want uh, Tennessee because you have Tony Romo. I'm switching. I'm going Tennessee. Then I'm going Dallas. Then you go Dallas. Okay, fine. Then you go Dallas. I'm going Tennessee. Um, uh, Philadelphia and San Francisco. I hate the Niners. Yeah, me too. I used, right? to be, I used to be a Niner fan when I was growing up, and, you know, I don't know. We just started losing. Yeah. And then that silver and black was just so nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember you being a Niner fan. Oh, that was when we lived in Hayward. <laughs> I used to have all the Niner stuff. Okay, so you going Philly. I'm going... I'm going San Francisco just just for this because they're on four. They need to get a win. Um, everybody's going to be fired if they don't get a win this week. You know they're at home. It's Sunday night. Um, Kevin Cobb is is coming in, and San Francisco is hungry. And when so. was the last time the next game to be picking in San Diego at Oakland? When was the last time that Oakland actually had a televised game at home? I don't know. I mean, we need to pick it up. It's been a long time. Raiders, Raiders, Raiders. Al Davis, if you could hear this, if somebody's listening to Al Davis, get in his ear, tell him to lower them ticket prices so we can get that game sold out. Lower them ticket prices. Um, I'm going to Oakland. I don't care. I mean, I love Oakland. Grand home. But they're playing against Phillip Rivers and, and Antonio Gates. I have nobody. I would have played Bruce Gratkowski if Tony Romo was home. Yeah, Ryan Ryan Matthews is back this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh my God! I have thirty minutes. Uh, I <laughs> so you going to San Diego or Oakland? I'm gonna have to go to San Diego. Okay, and then the Monday night game, the game of the week, Minnesota and the New York Jets. J E T S Jets. Jets, Jets. I'm going Vikes. No, I'm going Jets. I have so many Jets playing on Monday night. So, there it is. That's our picks. Uh, it's Fantasy Football Week 5, 714-694-4150. If you want to call in next week, or if you want to call in on Monday, Monday night, Soul Kitchen Radio, we have we have the Diva Latifah on there, and, and me, and we're interviewing Deja Bryson. From uh, the Bay Area, she's a she's a R&B artist. That number seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. Give us a call. It's Fantasy Football. It's Week Five, and we are out of here, bitches. Peace.